Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to Second Day Podcast. I'm sorry, but you've thrown off the Emperor's groove. I'm Zancy Weber. I'm the hostess that is dead as you would have hoped, Sebastian. Crank! <laughs> oh, God. And that was... <laughs> I'm Andrew Shoslow. And today, if you hadn't guessed, we are reviewing The Emperor's New Groove, starring David Spade, John Goodman, Eartha Kitt, Patrick Warburton, Wendy Malick, Kellyanne Kelso, Eli Russell, Lynette's Tom Jones, Stephen J. Anderson, Bob Bergen, Roger Bumpus, Robert Clotworthy, Jennifer Darling, Patty Deutsch, John Fielder... Directed by Mark Dendel and written by several people. <laughs> All right, Emperor's New Groove, the last in our Disney installment. My pick because it is my favorite Disney movie. I thought Alex picked this. I'm so confused. I picked this one. Alex picked Little Mermaid. You picked Mulan. I I made the wisest of choices. This was a great choice. It was a good choice. I loved watching this movie again. Yeah, I had a really good time too. I enjoyed the TV show more. It was a TV show? Yeah. Yeah, it's based on Kronk though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, well, there you go. (laughs) Who is is the best part of the film, really? (laughs) I... Was Eastman in it or just Kronk? Uh, Eastman did show up from time to time. But it was... Definitely a cronk. It was, it was centered around his adventures. Yeah, oh, that's exciting. <laughs> okay, excited. It was good. It was good. Do you have a really fakey? Oh, I do. Yeah, I do. O- okay, that was the question. Good. <laughs> um, I guess we can move on. Uh, at the time of filming, David Spade was thirty-six years old, or Cusco's design as a llama was actually based off that of an alpaca. I think David Spade was, it was mid-30s. Really? I'm going to go that one, yeah. Because it was almost double. It's 2000, isn't it? Yes. Yes, you can yes. 2000. Yeah, mid-30s sounds right. Well, no, because he was almost double 18, because Cusco's 18. 17 okay. turns 18, so... You were both correct. Hey! Yeah. I was hoping if I went for the, it's actually an alpaca sort of thing, it would be like, oh, that's... You, maybe they could have done that. Like, you know how like in The Lion King, the lion's rules are all tiger's rules? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. You, well, had me, you had me stumped. Dang, not stumped enough apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I flipped a coin. <laughs> uh, any other production notes? That's all I got. Mm-hmm. This movie's funny. Mm-hmm. It, 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 yeah. It is, it is. So first for Disney, Mulan was the first to feature warfare. <gasps> I know this one. I know this one. What is it? It's the first one to feature a pregnant character. A pregnant woman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so first one. Uh, I don't know if it's the first one to feature like a South American woman. Oh, no, 
Pocahontas. Oh no, because that's North ne- American, yeah. of course. Hmm. Oh dear. No, I, I know a lot of their more in their racist years. They had Mexican <laughs> characters, but I think Mexico is still classed as North America. Nobody ever had a Brazilian slave girl. <laughs> oh, look, <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe Walt Disney himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but speaking of Kronk, Patrick Warburton improvised his uh, theme song when he was sneaking, and Disney liked it, so they kept it. Okay. <laughs> they had him sign all rights to the uh, humming composition over to them. Actually, ridiculous. <laughs> like, Classy move, Disney. <laughs> like for like song remixes down the track. Yeah. Like, why would they need that? Well, oh. maybe they did use it in the TV series and stuff like that. Possibly. Yeah. Did he? Do you know if he was the voice in the TV series? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. He does so much voice acting. He, he should. He was an amazing yeah. voice. He's um. A little bit off track, but he's Lemony Snicket in the in Lemony in Snicket the Netflix oh, show. Yeah, he's one of my favorite parts. Of that show. The show yeah. is mostly okay. Uh, whatever. I never watched. I never read the books. I never watched the last movie. This is my only exposure to that series. I had a good time, but every time he was on screen, I just loved it. His delivery. <laughs> I, I was really on point. liked it. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. The he and he and he was really good. Mm. Neil Patrick Harris also good. Oh, he was Kids, great. Also good. Like there's, it's pretty sharp TV show. Uh, so this was a troubled production. Oh, yeah. So it was, because of David Spade, yeah, no yeah he was drunk. Actually, it, it wasn't time. David Spade. He was he was cast as the lead right from the start. Okay, but it was originally called uh, the Kingdom of the Sun, and it was meant to be more of like a sweeping drama. Oh, uh, about Peru and South America. Uh, and so they got not the, the fast that it turned into. No, okay. no, no, no. So okay. they hired Roger Allers and Mark Dindle. Allers is the director of The Lion King, which was their biggest hit to date. Uh-huh. And so they were kind of looking to kind of do that again. So, and it was based around the story Prince and the Pauper. So, and the Pauper was going to be played by Owen Wilson. Dodged a bullet there. (laughs) (laughs) And so Yzma was meant to be like an evil sorceress and after they had switched places, Uh she turned the real prince into a llama and then was making the Owen Wilson pauper do her bidding. Okay. Yeah, but that tested really poorly. Probably because of Owen Wilson. (laughs) And so they scrapped it and they went back to the drawing board. Uh, Eartha Kitt was still... Yzma, so that never changed. So she's been in it from the very beginning? Yes. Eartha Kitt and David Spade from the very beginning. Uh, Owen Wilson was scrapped later on. So after they reworked it, Disney was worried that it wasn't funny enough. Uh So they got uh, people in to, well, (laughs) they got Mark Dindle in to basically... Make it funnier. <laughs> because you sure did. Yeah. <laughs> because that's how you do these things. You, you, well, you honestly, write a, in you Hollywood write a, a lot, they <laughs> hire people to yeah. punch up a script yeah. and that's how you get 11 credit writing credits on a movie. Exactly right, yeah. Pat Oswald has a bit in, in one of his <laughs> stand-up shows saying, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, what, that's what writing is a lot of the time. You know, we've got this boring script and can you just add some jokes in and, <laughs> and make it funnier? 
Maybe. <laughs> Give me a few thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, so I can but, I can do it. <laughs> you're not really getting. It's <laughs> not the point of, of the film. <laughs> Uh, but so Alice and Dindle didn't like each other. They started okay. making kind of like okay. parallel movies. Oh dear. <laughs> but uh, oh dear. when the the straw that broke the camel's back was when Alice asked for an extension because they could they obviously couldn't make the release date, but because of merchandise tie-ins with Coke and McDonald's, they couldn't get an extension. Okay, and so Alice quit. And he went away. And apparently he took a lot of staff and animators with him. Now, this was during the uh, the work up to Fantasia 2000. Uh-huh. So a lot of Disney animators were put back <laughs> into that. Right. And so the, the, the film almost completely shut down. But Dindle kind of stepped up, podge-podged that- together what they had. And rebuilt it from the ground up. Okay. Uh, and they, it's his his work that made Spade and Yzma and then he got John Goodman in okay. and got the story that we've got now. Because originally well done. it was going to be, uh, the, all the music was going to be Sting. Okay. Yeah. So Sting had already written six original songs for the original one. Only one made it in and it was an instrumental. Oh. Uh, Sting then... Declined to sing the theme song. He thought he was too old. It should be a young. Okay. So they, of course, they gave it to Tom Jones, who's eleven years older. Who <laughs> uh, will take anything he yes. can get his hands on. <laughs> yeah. So trouble production, but it okay. came out with one of the most unique Disney films. One of its biggest criticisms is that it did look like a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. Well, I think that's because it was. And, and now quickly. it's yeah. Now yeah. it's under very clear why. But uh, David Mamet, the quite well-renowned playwright, says that this is one of the most brilliantly innovative films that okay. Hollywood's produced okay. in that period of time. And I agree; like it's <sighs> different to a lot of different, uh, different to a lot of films that came out then. It's an enjoyable film. David Spade <laughs> is such, I agree. is such a, <laughs> I he's so grating I and I, he and he shouldn't be because I, I I really like him in other projects. Just shoot me. He did a, he did a great role as the as the receptionist there, and he was smarmy and kind of snarky and snobbish, and it was fine. It worked well, but here. It, he's a negative tour de force in this mm. film, right? He's just pushing against the other way. But yep. Cusco has to be. He has to be a prick. Yeah. But it's his voice. No, no, it's not the character. It's the voice. I, I think <laughs> you're absolutely right. <laughs> Some people just can't help it, I guess. But yeah, it just hurt me every time. <laughs> I did laugh a few times at, like, at his performance, but he's thankfully not the focus of the film for me for the most part. Okay. There are so many well-fleshed-out okay. side characters. Look, that, Yzma and Crunk together. Yeah. Great. You know, yeah. even even their, their their little snippets strewn throughout the film make it so worthwhile. I mean, I wish Eartha Kitt had more roles like this where she gets <laughs> to be just like totally outlandish. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm Eartha Kitt's one of my favorite people, and I she doesn't doesn't get enough chances to perform. And I think, yeah, I think I, I'm surprised that she didn't get more from this movie. Okay, yeah. You know, uh, so other than that, like that's most of the 
Um, when the fly gets stuck in the spider web, it says, help me. That's uh, the same that gets said in the fly. Oh, okay. And in the Simpsons joke about oh, the fly. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when Bart's the fly. Yeah. He's pretending he needs help. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. That's it. Really? Baby. Yeah. The baby's next. I'm, I'm not saying that's the end of the podcast, <laughs> as it's all the all the interesting things that I have. Good. Do you have any babies? Yeah. I have lots of babies. Gross. Wow. Do go on. <laughs> I think this is what you get when you mix my super lami. You made those words up, but yes. It's a, it's, I think it's actually Warner Brothers Saturday morning cartoon, my Super Lamy. It's about like a it? yellow spotty jungle creature with a really long tail. Made at the same time as Animaniacs? Mm, probably. Okay. But it's a, a younger audience. It's just, just the name has a really Animaniacs yeah. feel about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's a Rapunzel of what animal was he? A yellow thing? Yellow. He's he kind of he, like a leopard, but. A leopard crossed with a monkey with a tail that's ridiculously long. Oh, now I'm going to Google the trail. What's it called again, sorry? <laughs> My Super Lamy. Oh, I'm not going to spell I that. Think I oh, good. That. Yeah. I think I, think I remember it, seeing it. It, it. it was quite popular at the time. I think you mixed that with the Lion King. My Super Lamy. Was it, <laughs> is that it? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jingles. They yeah. get it. Oh, okay. I've seen this before and I just assumed it was like the. I thought it was the guy that's like the spokesperson for yeah, Cheetos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's <laughs> yeah. the one. Yeah. That, yeah. That's it? Yeah. What a weird looking animal. So that Lion King. Yeah. And you get this. Kind of the wackiness of that and the seriousness of Lion King. Yeah. Oh, God, I was well off the bat. I had Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Shrek. Shrek is a good pull, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I went classic. Classic with my movie babies. Of course, you need only look to the 80s for for every film reference that you ever need. This is... Lethal Weapon and Blade Runner. (laughs) Life Stinks, <laughs> one of my favourite Mel Brooks films. Underrated, but crossed with The Terminator. The Terminator? The Terminator. Well, because Yzma is still trying I to guess, kill Cusco yeah. the whole time. Oh, yeah. that's true. Oh, God, it's just like that movie with um, Tommy Lee Jones, The Fugitive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. No, I like it. It's good. <laughs> so what about Tweet Nopsis's? Did I cross one out? Nope, there it is. Uh, Patrick Warburton hijacks Disney movie, leaving many people in stitches. See, what I've done is I've phrased like a news reporting, but I mean like laughter stitches, not actual stitches. Uh-huh. So he isn't a terrorist. He's a funny man. Explaining it made it funny. Right? <laughs> you see, stitches was a pun. <laughs> I didn't look at Zane in the eye. <laughs> Only in the Disneyverse does a journey of self-discovery trump the discovery of a talking llama. Hashtag bring back the circus freak show. Oh, Yeah. Um, mine was just <laughs> John like, Goodman should have capitalized. He found a talking yeah. llama. But he was a simple man. Well, he wanted is, a simple He didn't yeah. want the freak show. He's a life. good man. That's right. Uh, mine is uh, llamas are hilarious. <laughs> Hashtag. Eartha Kit for life. (laughs) 
One of my absolute favorite lines in this film is, yay, I'm a llama again. Yay, I'm what? a llama again. <laughs> what, wait? wait. <laughs> um, oh. One of my favorite moments is when the squirrel blows up the balloon <laughs> and pops it. Nothing happens and then he goes, ah! And then everything jumps on him. That's one of the biggest laughs in the movie for me. Because it's like, oh, you dick. <laughs> the poison scene? I can't do Kronk's line, but like the poison. Yes, Cusco's poison. The poison of Cusco. The one made specifically to kill Cusco. Cusco's poison. That yeah. poison? <laughs> there are so many just wonderful lines in this film. And I feel like this entire podcast is going to be just us quoting them. But well, it's so weird. Be. I, did, I forgot to mention my one casting note. Before Eartha Kitt was cast, there was another famous singer female singer who was the first choice for the role i do know this so you please guess andy let's have fun think musical theater <sighs> more musical theater than eartha kid so some, not aretha no not aretha put some heart into it and just like you know, go so on and have a game whiter than aretha like whiter? The, probably the whitest. You're listening, you're you're listening to the wrong hints. I you're gave you three song lines and a pun. Both of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, it's like he's listening to you, but I'm just like feeding him the cue. How do you know any songs from her? Uh, they're songs in movies. Oh, I would have picked up on them had I known them. <laughs> I'm awful for theatre knowledge. A famous but, so- couple of movie songs. Okay, I feel I'm being steered towards Ethel Merman. I don't know who that is. Okay. <laughs> Clearly <laughs> not. more reason. Uh, any, oh, uh, uh, what's her name? Chesapeake. Um, I don't know who that is either. Uh, Chenoweth. No. Um, it's me. It's a very a simple. I promise it's... Think uh, Jewish. Yeah. Jewish. Think... You're really giant, testing me here. Think giant robot. <laughs> oh, oh, Streisand! <laughs> yeah. Streisand was the original choice for Yzma, and I cannot imagine that. Oh. <sighs> Good. Yeah. All right. Well, what did we like about it? Let's talk about what we liked about it. <laughs> it was real funny. It was really funny. Yeah. yeah. Crunk, crunk and Yzma. Also, Don't. like, unlike regular Disney movies, it has that laugh rhythm. Okay. Where where it has like a laugh a minute, and until you, ha- if you haven't laughed, so you have like laugh, laugh, and right. twenty seconds laugh. So I think it's written like a comedian wrote it. Okay. How do you guys normally watch comedies? Like, do you okay, nine times out of ten, if I'm putting a comedy on, I'll sit there and be like, huh, that was funny. I won't actually like have a good old, you know, chuckle. Does it matter <laughs> excuse me, does it matter who's around you? It can. For how much you laugh? Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll tend to laugh <laughs> at movies when I go to the cinemas, obviously because they're new and like all, all the jokes are, you know, potentially fresh for me. But normally like a few of my favorite films are comedies. Like I love the Cornetto trilogy, but I'll sit down and watch them. And it's very rare I'll get a full laugh out of them these days, but I really okay. enjoy them. Okay. This film though, having seen it at least half a dozen times, still got every single laugh from okay. me, like out loud, proper laughs. Okay. Like to the point like I legitimately wiped away a tear during one scene <laughs> because I had just laughed so much. And I was like, this is embarrassing. I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, I was really impressed with how, for me anyway, the jokes held up over all this time. Okay. What about you guys though? I also, I'm not a, I don't emote when I watch movies very often, but comedies, it is every now and then I'll, okay. I'll kind of 
have an outburst. Do either of you ever laugh out loud on your own? If you if you, if you see something that really gets you, yes, can you laugh out loud on your own? Yeah, it's hard for me to say. I really don't watch that many comedies when I'm by myself. Just just if you see something funny, even uh, an old so, lady falling down on the yeah. street. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah during. Even, even We're, even uh, amplified when you when you're not expecting it. Actually, no. Um, we're listening to podcasts, other shows, not ours. We're not funny, but other shows when driving to work. <laughs> I have I have laughed quite a few times out loud, and even once pulled over okay. because it was too much. Okay. But yes, just not movies. I can't think of any examples, but I know it does happen somewhere else on the road normally. So. <laughs> But yeah, definitely things are funnier in groups though. I think, is that what you're trying to get to? Because I, I, I agree. Oh no, that was just a little side note. I mean, do you laugh more or less depending on who is around you and whether somebody is around you? Because I, I find that if something really, you know, speaks to me and really, you know, it's a, it's a great gag yeah. or it's just the, the delivery is spot on, I'll laugh at it whether I'm alone or with people. The, the, the same amount. It'll it'll it, yeah, it, it, yeah. It'll get a ten star spike out of me. And I, I and, think and be if it. other people are laughing, I usually You're laugh more, okay. at other people okay. laughing rather than at what made them laugh. Okay. Because uh, Patrick laughing Warburton, is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like it's the most ridiculous human <laughs> behavior. The 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 duo of um, uh, Kronk and Isma together is. Magic from the start. I don't know. It's it, it's such an awkward pairing. Yeah, just a pairing <laughs> that you would not expect, and it works so brilliantly. But Patrick Warburton, just him being crunk, and him doing that magical thing that yeah. he does with his voice just, and his pacing and what he does. It, total naivety. It, 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 oh, it's so beautiful. Every single time, it gets it gets a laugh out. But of I me. I think honestly, what makes everyone in this film so funny is that none of them are ever really deceptive except like okay. Cusco a little bit. They're all just kind of like totally upfront with what they want, what they're trying to do and what's going on. Yeah. Like, and they're like just commenting on it all the time rather than like ever trying to get one up over someone else. And like, even when Cusco gets, uh, bas- lies, it, it is just kind of like, oh, okay. And, <laughs> and he then, does call himself out and, it yeah, as well. Yeah, he calls himself out. It's like, I don't have any hands. I can't shake But they didn't, they didn't play with it long term. Like he's like, okay, the deal between Cusco and Pancha is like, take me back and I will not destroy your home. Yeah. And it's like, promise handshake, very next scene. <laughs> oh, you're falling to your death and I lied to you, bitch. Like there's very short term payoffs for everything. Yeah. So even with the whole being deceitful thing, he was deceitful for the fade out of that scene and yeah. the intro uh-huh. of the next scenes. It was very short lived. But even the wife and kids, they were hilarious because they yeah. they yeah. were 100% just kind of like, we're going to mess with this old woman. That's it. That's it. And that's what we're doing. <laughs> were the kids we're hilarious? She's against us. <laughs> were the kids hilarious? I really liked mm. them. Yeah. I liked them in the scene where they're beating the shit out of Yzma. That was pretty good. <laughs> But oh, that damn scene with like yaha nahaing each other—that is like kryptonite to my ears. Oh god, that is so painful. When they are locked in the closet, and Isma threatens, well, Isma <laughs> yep. says, "Let me out, and I'll burn your house down." And then, <laughs> then they say, "Wait, don't you mean let you out or you'll burn my house down?" And then her eyes just kind of flash pink and purple stripes and just like, ah, oh, fine. <laughs> that is again one of my favorites. It's just that little piece of animation. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> when you can just see the eyes in the dark. Oh god, her asking Kronk to kick to break down the door is like this is a solid piece of mahogany. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> <It's not happening. laughs> so many stupid lines, but I had a very very enjoyable time with this film, and it was like an hour and a half, so you know, big tick. Well, very Disney. consumable. Yeah, yeah. Like I honestly got after this recording, I want to go home and watch it again, but I think I'm just like living high off the memories of laughing if, so much. If last you haven't night. seen the TV series, check it out. I may have to. It's, it, yeah, but I may have to do it illegally. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get to it. <laughs> Disney, you're making me do this. <laughs> I mean, this is this is the movie that I can watch over and over and over and over again, and it, wow, it never okay. wears on me. See, well, mine's Scott Pilgrim, and they're very different, obviously. But this is a lot lighter than that. Yeah. And I can see it's very easy to cons- consume, like we just said. Like, well, do you guys want to, I mean, are there any more big lines or do you guys want to move on to what didn't work? Or what, or what I'm interested in, I'll, I'll probably defend it to the death. So what, what didn't you like? I, the big one for me is David Spade, Cusco. Yeah. And I think I don't like Cusco so much because it seems... Like David Spade, it's just David Spade isn't doing a whole heap yeah. of acting. Yeah. Well, even uh, uh, when he said, "Oh, when he's being chased by the guards," and he goes, "A bye," that's a direct SNL. That's an quote. SNL <laughs> with the uh, airline. Yeah. That's exactly Bye-bye. right. Yeah, bastard airlines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> David Spade isn't a very annoying human being. I did enjoy him in the in the late nineties. I'm sure he's fine personally. No. I'm not convinced. I'm, uh, no, just like just like all the other Adam Sandler crew, I'm sure that in private they're all very dull and boring and not on like they like, like they are when they're doing their their Stick. bits. Yeah. Their, uh, You're their a kinder person than me. I can only judge them of what I've seen. <laughs> and um, I, I, I have, enjoy I have other no things. evidence to the contrary. Yes, <laughs> I, like, I haven't. I haven't watched them in their homes. There could be jerks <laughs> everywhere. Um, yeah, he is. His voice was my main issue. And that's, I can't even blame him for that. It's just his voice. It's just his voice. That's exactly right. But there's something about it mixed with this character, mixed with you know the, the delivery and everything Everything happens. It's I mean, grating. The reason I, I think it works in this film, I'm also not a big David Spade fan. The only other thing I could really say I'm a fan of him in is Just Shoot Me. But uh, So in this film... I did like him in Joe Dirt. Which is a rubbish oh, film, but it worked. Yeah. But it worked. It was it was fine. Spin City is the reason good one. that <laughs> uh, because he does play the heel, and Cusco is the heel, and Cusco never yes. wins. Like yes. he's constantly losing because he's an idiot, and I think that justifies like like he you never see him winning because he's a dick. Okay. he's always losing because he's a dick. I love that you refer to him as the heel. <laughs> Very proud of you. I will kill you. I'm proud. And I will make it <laughs> look like an accident. We'll, we have a whole podcast showing that it wasn't. But I'm very supportive. Good job. I'm really proud of you. I know I sound like I'm being insincere. This is my voice. But I mean that sincerely. And your face. Yeah, but that's just smiling. <laughs> um, yeah, and everything kind of bad that does happen to him is his own doing. This isn't a bad point to the film, but his well, character is continuously like, punished. He's the villain of the part. So would you say he's the real story... Like he's the neglectful, he's the neglectful leader. Isma's doing all the work, and then he realizes that she's getting a little bit more responsibility than him, and he takes umbrage, and so he basically just gets rid of her. Yeah, and then she just wants to continue doing the job of running the kingdom. 
and so she kills and him. being and being recognized for it yeah, yeah. well that's fine like it is a feudal system so like <laughs> someone's got to be at the top and she was obviously <laughs> doing a better job of being the top yeah. than he was yeah so like in in like real world terms like she's the more competent one she should be doing the job <laughs> oh, funny, no. how you, funny how you rewatch these things as an adult, <laughs> and and it turns out the villain was not the person you 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 were told at the beginning. Well, okay. well it's not like Scar. Like Mufasa was a good leader, and then he killed him, and things went downhill. I think she's definitely the villain, though. Like I mean, they set it up very briefly. Like she denies she that one farm of food to kill people, but so is Cusco. Okay, yeah, Cusco I mean, like, is neglectful. Yeah. Isma is evil. Well, she gets that whole scene in the beginning where that the peasant comes in saying that his, his family run out of food. Do you think Cusco would have done anything differently? <laughs> oh, if we're comparing her to Cusco, then, I mean, it's two bags of shit compared to each other. <laughs> that's what, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm saying like, she's still not a good person. Like, if, if Pancho was in that position, for example, so like his character, he would have given food to the yeah, peasants. I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that. It's a conflict between these two bad people. <laughs> yeah, horrible I, people. The more competent one is technically the good mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In a real, not in the yeah, movie, yeah. of course, but because Cusco isn't conniving to kill Isma. He just totally writes her off and doesn't think about her ever again. Like, yeah. that's the idea. Like, it's all about him. And then there's Kronk. <sighs> Such a good character. He is a good character. His little angels and devil on his shoulder. <laughs> that is one of my favorite I mean, things. We're, we're meant to be talking like, about things that you don't like and all you're coming up with is things that you do like. We're so talking about David Spade's voice. Such is the power of Patrick Wilburn. Yeah. <laughs> so charming. Um, don't like though, apart from David Spader's voice. You know what? I, I made, Spade. Oh, no. Spader. Sorry, Spade is a good one. Um, apart from David Spade's voice. Oh. It's tough. I know I always complain about films going on too long, but this film could have gone on a little bit longer because it was funny. Like I'm not saying a little a huge, maybe I mean, ten minutes. Else, uh, like it was really efficiently told. Like what? What else would you add? Like I couldn't. Like I had a little bit of a note on Milan. Like I might have liked to seen a little bit more of the uh, the actual Chinese part of it. Yeah. But I, I don't think I needed to see any more to of explain this. to explain the culture. And, yeah, and the setting. Yeah. You don't really need that in this one. No. Because again, it's not ultra realistic either, so. and it and it and, and it really has nothing to do with the culture at all. It's yeah. explained. It's a very simple story, and it's explained immediately from the start. It's a power struggle, and that's yeah, that's it. Maybe just more Kronk. I don't know. <laughs> well, you've got a whole TV series for that. Yeah, I'm very excited now. It's going to be great. Well, I guess do you guys want to push on to our verdicts then? I, I guess if we've got nothing else to say, like it's a great movie, I'm going to say uh, 100% yes and I'm going to speak on behalf of the other two that it's an absolute yes. No one needs to vote. <laughs> no, go on. It's a yes for me. It's, no, I, th- I, I think it's unanimous. It's yeah. very, very watchable. It's been a very long time since I've chuckled that much at a film, especially one that I've seen before. Yeah. So it's definitely still funny. It does live up. It's what, 17 years old now? Yeah, and yeah. For me, I didn't even pick up that the animation wasn't as clean as other films. It just didn't look as old for me. It looked more like a new style animation. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I don't even think it's aged badly in a you know aesthetic sense. So yeah, big thumbs up. What do you all feel about my conviction <laughs> that Cusco should be part of, should be a Disney princess? <laughs> I think he absolutely should be a Disney princess. <laughs> yep. Yep. 
if he had, if if he was a real character, yeah, yeah. he would so crash that party, yeah, that that, that, <laughs> that pageant and crown himself uh, as a Disney princess, yeah, one hundred percent agree. <laughs> Good, because uh, he's an, he's an honorary Disney princess. The, al- <laughs> the alternative is Isma, which is also a really fun one to have in that yeah. group. So I'll take either one. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, he doesn't get married or anything, so he, he, his happy ending is just having a little house on a hill. If he had had parents, which were needlessly written out of this film, he would be like the first movie without any orphans too because Pancha has a whole family with kids. Yeah. It would have been great, but no parents for some reason. He's going to kill them, probably. I hope she did. With a hammer. <laughs> That's, she kills everything with a hammer in this film. After turning it into a tick and putting it into a box and then another box and another box and <laughs> mailing it to herself and then squashing with it. That scene which is cr- cr- crushing all the statue heads as well. Yeah. All right, Zane, you're doing a sequel, remake, or prequel? <sighs> I'm going to do... Mm, I'm going to do... Uh, Choose or die. Choose or die. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a spinoff. Right? Ooh, because I feel that the sequel's already been done with the TV show. Okay. Do you want to tell us what character you plan on targeting so we can poison the well? <laughs> I'm going to target Shoulder Angel. <laughs> Spin off. Yeah, that shoulder angel. That's right. <laughs> oh, okay, what would I fuck this up with? Does he just have two two little mini shoulder angels? No, he has his son. Uh, yeah. He has he has a devil as well. Shoulder angel, shoulder devil, yeah. and shoulder devil convinces shoulder angel that he's right by doing one handed push ups. Oh, as in like no, you're, as in the story, shoulder angel has his own angel and devil. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Ah, oh, my brain. What would you want to add? To, what would you want to add to the story? Well, I think just having an angel that has a little bit of a dark side, I think, is is quite a <laughs> quite an opportunity for some sort of mischief. Obviously, he's an angel, so he can't be that bad. Well, I mean, the devil's an angel, so he can be that wow. bad. <laughs> quite true. Yeah, I don't know what I want to add to the story, though. Does he? T- well, he, he okay. It's it's got to be a spinoff. It's okay. So it's a spinoff. Yeah. It's got to be about the the shoulder devil on the shoulder of a shoulder angel, <laughs> tempting him with little, you know, like putting too much too much sugar in in in, in a coffee. Okay. And yeah, go for that extra. Just all these little things that will you know fatten up. I have an idea. Uh, <laughs> I have an idea, and I'm just going to say it. I know Pixar's going to swoop in and steal it, but the shoulder angel's devil escapes <gasps> to attach himself to someone else that he can worse influence. Okay. All right. I, I've got perfect. This is okay. a Pixar short. This, this okay. feels like a Pixar movie. Like, what is, what, what's have happening you, on your you, shoulders? Did the you movie. See, did you see the, uh, the short uh, Night and Day? Uh, nope. We had like a little, a little man that... Uh, personified night and a little man who personified day and they wanted to be friends but they couldn't be friends because they were always just and then there was like I think it was there's an eclipse and they got to be friends then okay. um, something like that mixed with inside out where we go into ah. the world of shoulder angels and shoulder ah. devils I believe it's called 
heaven. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's not heaven. It's kind of like conscience, imaginary friend territory. Yep. Where we kind of explore that, and I think we can even take have a cameo of uh, Bing Bong from uh, Inside Out, my favourite character. Is Bing Inside Bong the imaginary friend? The imaginary friend yeah. with the trunk I and the cried. back holding. <laughs> I did, it was good. I've got it a good was... feeling about this no. one. Uh, yeah, and so that, and then you actually go around all the different characters in like different Disney films okay. and you've got the, the little angel and the little devil uh this one pair who always get put together and so they're kind of feuding together <laughs> and then they've got their own little shoulder devil and so then you pull back into that universe. Like, Wait, so this is like... Is it, is it turtles all the way down? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just turtles all the way down. Yeah. Uh, I think you, you have your little story there about about the, the devil goes away to try and make do some actual bad and then he ends up coming back because... This is where he's meant to be, and Disney heartwarming, whatever. Oh, and then I the can last... find the lesson. I can find the lesson here. Bad stuff can't happen all the time. You need good stuff to level it out. Otherwise, yeah, the bad stuff's up. not as bad. You know, his lesson's kind of backwards. But we'd learn <laughs> without evil, there could be no good. So it must be good to be evil sometimes. If people don't do good things, you can't do bad things to ruin them. There's a horrible lesson. (laughs) And the last 30 seconds is then pulling back to the devil's shoulder, angel and devil, shaking hands. Oh, nice, nice. The end. Disney hire me. Or Pixar. No, I don't know. You probably get free entry to the parks if you work at Disney. I assume both because Disney and Pixar are like connected now, aren't they? Yeah, Disney bought Pixar, that's true. Good. I would sneak into Marvel and then pull the same thing where like, a shitty character. There must be a shitty character that needs this done to them. Ant-Man. <laughs> wow. Because he's the shoulder angel. Okay. Ant-Man was good. No, he's the shoulder angel to a bigger Avenger. It's like, good. No, oh it's my the... God. Running around on the back of Hulk's like on his like his um shoulders <laughs> I whispering think good and bad things. Into I his think ears. that's been in a comic. Yeah, it should. Yeah. It should happen in a comic right now. All right. Well, that's it. It's a yes. It's a, a, a resounding yes. Best best Disney ever. One of the best, I'll say. Which one did you like better? I picked Mulan for a reason. It's my favorite. Aladdin, please. Aladdin, Lion King. There are some really good ones. And then there's some bullshit middle ones like Sleeping Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. Other ones that I haven't seen. (laughs) I'm going to say Princess and the Frog. I haven't seen that one. If If we're assigning you movies... I want you to watch The Fox and the Hound. I'm probably not going to watch it. You should. It's very good. Okay, I'll write it down on my list of things Andy told me to watch. And The Sword in the Stone. (laughs) Years ago I've seen it. I remember the dark though. The Fox and the Hound, was that one? Yes. Ridiculous film. You probably, it'll be, it's just so much fun. It's not sad at all. (laughs) Films don't make me cry, (laughs) Zane. What? Films don't make me cry. Good. I thought nothing for these made-up characters. <laughs> One of them's a dog, Seb. I do like dogs, though. <laughs> but not all dogs go to heaven, Zane. And I all know right. that. Well, I look forward to our next Disney section because Disney movies are good. It's true. Is it true? It is true. Mm. They make good movies. They know the formula. They've got a formula. They, they also it, they make like it. 33% of movies. Yep. And now they do. <laughs> the shaggy dog is why my holdout for Disney is not perfect. Well, Disney animated movies. 
they've got a much better record with animated. Oh no, because no one's going to animate a bullshit movie. It just it takes so much time. It's, you want to make it good first. What? Like <laughs> with an animated movie, I feel like you have so much more control over it. You you should be able to be like, that's a terrible script. We're not we're not dedicating nine months of animation time into this film. I feel like you're holding that against them. No, let's just say they should be good because they have to take so long to do. Why are you angry about them putting out good movies? No, I'm not. As I'm saying, of course, animated stuff is good. It should be good. There's no excuse not to be good. It's the live action stuff that I can understand. I'm glad we agree. Yeah, we sure do. For in a, now. In a roundabout way. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. I'm not even sure do. what I'm agreeing to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you for listening, everyone. So if you want to get yeah. in contact with us, there are a number of ways to do it. You can go to our website, which is secondtakepodcast.com. Or you can email us, because we have one of those things. We are secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And always we've got Facebook, you know, Facebook slash second take. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure, that yeah. one. Or second take podcast, you, you find it. Yeah. And Twitter, at secondtaketnc. Or we we have an Instagram, funnily enough. Sometimes we post video. No, well, actually, we no videos. No videos of pictures, yet. though, that are funny. There was, there was a quite a smart tweed jacket on there the other day. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, I got bored. Um, <laughs> really? Also, um, if you guys want to support the show, we also have a link to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash second take. Um, this is a, a, a big variety of ways that you guys can give to us. It starts as little as $1 per month, which is 12 bucks a year. And it's it's pretty, pretty low and pretty simple. But we've also got sort of a group goal going at the moment there. So once we hit our first target, which is collectively uh, $50 a month, we're going to release uh, all of our reviews of the Monty Python film series. Ah, and then yes. the idea is ongoing from there for every little milestone we hit, we're going to do extra series for everyone. So sort of a... So please go on and sponsor us so that we can review the Monty Pythons because I can't watch them until then. It's true. We're not allowed to watch any movies unless we're reviewing them. (laughs) And yeah, if you want to have a listen to any of the other podcasts that any of us are on, um, go to thatsnotkindofproductions.com, which is the mothership for all of of our other podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. In one of them, I'm a wizard. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I get to torture that wizard. It's even better. (sighs) And maybe just one day... There'll be solo podcasts that we do. That you solo can find podcasts, there. yeah, where we just talk at ourselves. Yeah, yep. The good. best kind of Fun. podcast, no interruptions, right? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> none of, none of this over talking of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to think fans will literally pause just to be like, "That's that's not true. <laughs> that's not how that works." <laughs> just because it's you in the room by yourself, Sam, doesn't mean you're incorrect. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And go do all the things on social media. Hooray. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.